a gigantic, rich douchebag. I don't know if that's a gendered insult. Because, like, it's associated with this idea that women are icky because douches. But, like, that's not that's not so much a thing anymore now that most... I feel like most or all women know that douching is bad. So, also, is it, is, is it still a bag? I think it's a squeezy bottle. I don't know. I've never bought a douche, obviously. I think douchebag just rolls off the tongue better. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> douche, I'm, I'm, although douche nozzle is good, too. There's always been a nozzle. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you may have guessed that we're talking about... Our favorite um, douche nozzle. Yes. <laughs> Ruffled feathers, big bad, Elon Musk, he who six his rabid fan base on journalists particularly mostly women though and he he will tell you he will swear up and down that he does not sick anybody on anyone and he refuses to take responsibility for the fact mm-hmm. that and neil gaiman was calling him out today <laughs> like you should probably pay attention if if neil gaiman's calling you out on your twitter behavior um yeah so <laughs> where to start <laughs> It's uh, the chronology on this is a little uh, confusing to me. Uh, two things that happened uh, in some order <laughs> um, were that he's getting a little Trumpy and calling things not fake news since he lets Trump have that hashtag, but <laughs> um, you know, questioning um, sources of information, which are you know usually articles written by women to the point where he says um he's going to (laughs) make a company that just vets news or makes news or um whatever um and politifact had a uh funny response to it because they're like yeah you know we're a thing and you know here are (laughs) here's like our support page or whatever yeah um and one of the more egregious people he was yelling at and sicking people on were this uh, um, molecular biologist who I don't I don't even remember what this was about, but he just got caught on the idea that nanoscience isn't a thing, right? Which is weird for somebody who pretends to be like this, you know. Well, I mean, I'm sure he thinks of himself as a scientist, even though he's totally not. Right. He's completely uncredentialed. Right. Um, But actually, nanoscience is a thing. And science Twitter wasn't that. Apparently, both science Twitter and Australia Twitter came after him about that because Australians, like, stick together. (laughs) (laughs) They, (laughs) They, like, within their own community they'll criticize each other but like if you as an outsider attack an australian (laughs) you've got to be prepared for like that whole is australia a continent yes yes that whole continent's gonna come after you yeah and he deserved it um he really did (laughs) he was so like he's normally very full of shit but he was extra full of shit when he took when he basically said that she was full of shit it's like no actually She's a genuine scientist, and I think she's still in her PhD program. Um, That's still more than he has. Very much so, and uh, nanotechnology is a thing, and she's... Yeah. It was just... that It was dumb. Yeah. And I even saw a lot of, uh, in the replies for it, uh, people that were... 
that seemed like they would ordinarily be on his side were like, dude, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not that he listened to any of that. No, he's not a big uh, listener. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, let's just go completely achronological. So today, uh, I saw something like he was going on about the media again. And, and so... He tweeted this thing that has definite, like, anti-Semitic overtones, or I guess this would have been yesterday, who knows, um, where he, one of his tweets was, he he was like, and guess who owns the media? Like, now, that's not explicitly anti-Semitic. He didn't say, well, of course, Jews own the media. Yeah, but, but it's the in implied general, dog whistle kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's 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 like when Trump referred to no just gang members as animals. It's like no, oh, so he, <laughs> that's a racist dog whistle. Like that's that's not really better. Right. The thing that did come out today or late last night uh, was a write up of uh, someone else. Uh, just you know, just screenshotted all the tweets of what happens when Elon's mob comes after you. Yeah, he was super mad about that, too. In fact, that's what Neil Gaiman called him out about, because um, this woman and his, oh, my God, his his musk bros are so stupid that, like, they were tweeting things like, well, she, you know, if you if you ask, they basically implied that it's not journalism if you solicit people's stories, <laughs> which is which is such an absurd position. I mean, what the journalist did was she was like, hey, everybody, tell me all about the times when Elon mentioned you and you were immediately attacked by a, you know, frothing mob <laughs> of, of these weirdo, like, libertarian douchebags. And so people did, mostly women. And then Elon wants to be like, that's not real journalism. It's like, yeah, it is actually. Right. So uh, she said, a billionaire with massive power, Elon Musk, lashed out at two of the most under-attack industries in the country, journalism and science. Both mm -hmm. are essential for democracy. We should criticize our important institutions, but we shouldn't threaten their existence with powerful ignorance. Uh, I hate long tweets. Um, and he uh, <laughs> replied, I've never attacked science, definitely attacked misleading journalism like yours, though. I'm sorry, but when you say nanoscience is fake... <laughs> right, you're calling <laughs> that, out a field, not a person, not a publication, an not an institution. Hello. Other than the institution of science itself. Yeah. He needs to go away. What can we do? Right. So that, uh, um, and there, there was one last straw uh, that I saw that got me to title this topic, um, which was the freaking NY Times opinion page again, um, titled Elon Musk, the Donald of Silicon Valley. Uh, and uh, I, I'll link to it, but you probably shouldn't read it, but... <laughs> the uh, the gist of it is that, uh, or um, they summarize it in uh, from their uh, Twitter account as the Apple of the 1980s was a brilliant idea with a terrible leader. Tesla, by contrast, today is a terrible idea with a brilliant leader. The terrible idea is that electric cars are the wave of the future. It's such a everything as my grandmother is would backwards. say. <laughs> it's totally bass awkward. Um, like, 
ev- like literally where everything in that sentence is 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 is, is the opposite is, is of what opposite it, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we in bizarro world? It reads like satire because it's so. Uh, and I, I actually skimmed through it, and there is more telltale bullshit in it. Um, like he doesn't acknowledge like peak oil or whatever, and you know it's it's clearly you know just some idiot conservative, <laughs> um, right? But so if we flip this to the truthful version of itself, <laughs> um, the question I want to pose is: Should we, um? organize a hostile takeover of tesla motors to oust elon sort of like what happened to jobs and apple in the 80s Um, i think it's clear that we should yeah so the question is uh uh who do we give it to does it remain a company and does it actually have any comparison to 80s apple besides the fact that we're talking about ejecting a factory so what I would do with Tesla, um, Mazda and Toyota have a new partnership and they're building a factory in Alabama. So they're going to make like stylish cars that are unsexy hybrids. They're going to mm-hmm. they're going to make unsexy cars Mazda sexy because one thing like Mazdas are goddamn stylish cars. And I'm biased because I own a Mazda. But I mean, look at them. They're super pretty. Yeah, other there way around. No... You bought one because they're pretty. Well, not entirely i mean that was a bonus i it was more a combination of the price and performance and the availability of lots of doodads and there was like i made a little mental graph and right there at the intersection of all my lines (laughs) was the mazda 3 um which is the car that i own um so it would be pretty great if the new uh Toyazda <laughs> had a supply. I mean, the one thing that Tesla has is good battery technology and lots of batteries, but they're doing stupid shit with them. They're making high performance vehicles. Did you read that thing? I didn't actually read the article, but I read the tweet, <laughs> which is just as good. Um, That's how the show works. Apparently, Consumer Reports found that the stopping distance on the Tesla oh, Model 3. Yeah is equivalent to a fucking Ford F-150. Yeah. And they had to, normally they compare small sedans to each other. (laughs) Right. But because that one was so shitty, they had to go outside of the category, outside of passenger cars altogether, to this big-ass honking truck. Right. Which is shameful. And apparently Tesla's going to release, um, they're going to do a firmware update to fix that. And I'm like, the fuck? So you chose, like, what, I wonder why, which also, so if they did choose that, they they did that in software, why? Like, there must have been some other trade-off, like, do the brakes fail altogether sometimes if you give them adequate braking power? You gotta wonder, like, it's scary. You gotta wonder why, uh, um, like, at what layer a software patch is allowed to interface this, um, you know, because all cars are fly-by-wire um, right. these days. But it's still, you know, like an FBGA that does the computer part. Like, it's not like a machine, like, you know, like with Linux sitting there, <laughs> getting your pedal input and, you know, graphing <laughs> it on a curve and deciding what it's going to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, it's like, that's... You know, the fact that they can address it with a software update instead of, you know, like, something presumably over the air instead of a recall is 
I'm suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> that that sounds shady to me. Like, because if you cripple your braking performance with so- in software, there's got to be a hardware reason for that. There's just got to be. Yeah, something's wrong somewhere. Right. It's probably not so much a bug as it is. I, I don't want to say a feature, but like, like a trade-off. I don't know. It's that's it's pretty weird. So it's just as well that you can't get a Model Three, yeah. even if you wanted one, because they don't sound very safe. Right. Um, and I don't know if this news was out the last time we talked about them, but apparently they're releasing a uh, four-wheel drive model of the Model Three. Um, specifically because the markup they charge on the motor basically covers the cost of the battery they put in the low-end one because they're selling them at a loss now. Awesome. What an awesome company. (laughs) Yeah, and this this gets to my point why, like, why, as boring as it is, you know, even prior to the Mazda news that Toyota specifically needs to buy them, because they're just wasting lithium and selling it at a loss and, you know, keeping it out of the rest of the market. Because if you follow the lines, if you buy anything that's a hybrid or a plug-in, there's a Toyota part in there somewhere. Right. It's pretty bad. We And we've done this before. We did this um, with helium, with liquid helium. At some point, they just started selling off. We had, you know, we have a national reserve of helium. Um and they started selling it off super cheap for like fucking balloons and shit. Mm-hmm. But what we actually need helium <laughs> for, we need liquid helium to run things like PET scans and all kinds of science. And uh, I forget what else, but it's very, <laughs> it's pretty critical to have a supply of helium for actual <laughs> like technological endeavors uh, yeah. rather than party balloons. And yeah. Tesla's basically liquidating the lithium supply of the earth (laughs) right and not charging enough for it and just making cars with you know just well basically too much range right they're kind of foolish um also they're high performance vehicles so so... their their performance uh their miles per watt is bad right yeah and i get that so and and the excuse was okay so he made the the model uh, what was the first one the Roadster. The, road, the original It was $100,000, super high performance, Lotus body, which I don't particularly care for mm-hmm. <laughs> aesthetically. Um, although it was a smart choice because Lotuses are very light. Um, but anyway, there was, you know, this wildly expensive high performance vehicle that was kind of wasteful because it would make a bunch of money to fund. So I think what we're supposed to be getting out of this whole thing is like an affordable all-electric vehicle with a reasonable range. We're not getting it. Not from them. Yeah. It's, what is it, like 10 years later now? And so they've got the Model 3, kind of, and it sucks in a lot of ways, and they have to sell it at a loss. (laughs) That's a huge failure. Yeah. It's colossal. Um, And other companies, you know, are selling their EVs and plugins in the same 30 grand starting range, except it has, you know, like a third of the battery in it. It's fine. You put a little gasoline engine in there. Well, yeah, but that that's the point we need to get to, where you only have um, 10 to 30 miles of plug-in range and then the gas engine so you could still go on vacation or not get stranded or whatever. 
<laughs> right. Because uh, because uh, pollution comes from the daily commute. Right. And that in the air in this area in particular is so terrible, <laughs> mostly because of people making you know twenty mile commutes. Right. Same uh, thing where I live. You know, somewhere there's just always an air quality warning. And when I come inside, I smell awful, and it's not B.O. <laughs> it is yeah. ozone and all sorts of other horrible things. It's kind of funny. Like, the one thing about living in Schenectady was the air quality was always pretty good. Yeah. It was, there was almost never an air quality warning. You had enough trees and space between things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no industry, really. But also, like, people just didn't have to drive very far to go to work. Cause, oh, I yeah, because it was... The industries were built where they are back in the railroad era, so they made sense. Yeah. Um, back to Elon and his manifest failures. So Steve Jobs was at the head of a company that kind of was in a slow nosedive for a variety of reasons. Well, Steve was already out when it was doing bad. That's true. Uh, he he was not responsible for the clones, right? No. Uh, Jobs yeah. was ejected in 85, only a year after the Macintosh. Oh, wow. I yeah. forgot that it was that. Right. Um... It was that early. <laughs> um, now, granted, Apple history goes back into the 70s. So, you know, he was yeah. there for a while. But like the Macintosh just came out. Um, and he was 30 and a half years old the day he left. So he was effectively a child you know back when he was you know a dick and got fired for it even though it was his own company yeah you know because he was be walking around the office having you know his tirades right yeah. but musk is a grown-ass man <laughs> musk is on what his third wife <laughs> yeah. i don't know he has a girlfriend now some pop star they were disgusting neat cute whatever not interesting um Although it sort of was interesting for a while there, Amber Heard, I think it is, Amber Head, Amber Heard, one of those, there may or may not be an R in her last name, <laughs> was dating him for a little while, and she came in for a fair amount of harassment yep. from the Musk bros saying that she was going to somehow ruin him. Right. She was the I, reason like for she, the delays. Like she, right. Or l like she ruined Johnny Depp. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. actually, he hit her. <laughs> right. She didn't make him hit her. You can't make somebody hit you. You can grab their hand, I guess, and like hit yourself with it. But you probably can't. you can't give yourself a black eye that way. Probably, maybe if the person is asleep and can't stop you. But anyway, the point is that's not what happened. Right. Johnny Depp, of his own volition, beat that woman, and they divorced. And she didn't get a whole lot of money from it. I think she got a little bit of money, and what she got, she donated to a women's shelter or something like that. She mm. did something perfectly reasonable. So it's like he's he exists in this cloud of toxicity and well it's a cloud of bullshit really. Yeah. It's it's toxic bullshit. It's like a it's like a cattle feedlot. <laughs> uh we should probably do factory farms at some point. Yeah. Um so I went through uh just some points in uh in Apple and Tesla history because they're basically nothing alike. <laughs> um, whether you're talking about the 80s, the 90s, or now, 
um, because Tesla Motors never took off and became profitable. Still waiting for that. Um, huh. Apple was always profitable until it was about to be bankrupt. Right. They've always minded their profit margins. <laughs> they never borrowed to pay their employees or, you know, were paying them in, you know, like promises. <laughs> um, you know, they were just about to be out of money. Um, and as far as the question of like, do you need the, uh, you know, here's to the ableist ones visionary to have a company like that. Um, Apple floundered in the 90s for a mm -hmm. lot of reasons. And I don't know if you could say that Jobs would have been able to do anything different because he was founding and running Next Step at the time, which never got anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but at least they got OS Town out of it. Right. Um, but apparently, like, Jobs never took any designers to Next because Next Step is, was way uglier than Platinum. Like, well, Next Step just... was professional workstations. Um, yeah, but so the, I, the whole guess... Jobs philosophy was so it could still look good. Yeah, that's true. And the, the enclosures did. Yeah. Like little next next cubes are adorable. Yeah, they're still pretty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, when Apple came back, what saved the company was um, him basically giving design over to Johnny Ive and getting rid of the era of the beige box. Right. Also having 30 different models with slightly different specifications. Right. So he got down to four, had Johnny design four things, and the rest is history. Yeah. The 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 quad of Apple products was always a good idea, I think. And I kind of think we should probably get back to that. Yeah, because right now it's, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one quarter of it is basically absent. I'm using what they claim fills that fourth quarter, the pro line, but the pro this desktop, iMac Pro yeah. is not, I mean, it's, it's not modular at all. It's not upgradable except via Thunderbolt 3 nonsense. Right, um, no, it's just Xeons and an iMac. That's all it is. Yeah, it's real pretty, and I'm glad mm. I have it because <laughs> it's super nice, but, like, I... I'm not willing to concede. <laughs> that it goes in the square, yeah. No. Um. Um, and uh, in car history, um, if we suppose what happens if Tesla Motors didn't exist. So if you... Uh, so I do recommend the uh, documentaries Who Killed the Electric Car and Revenge of the Electric Car, which is way weaker than the original, but still an interesting time capsule to when it came out. At the at the time, the so the the first movie is about what happened to the Saturn EV one, um, and it blames a bunch of things, calls it a conspiracy. In reality, it was the same thing that killed the uh, original uh, Toyota Rav four EV back in the nineties, uh, which and both of these cars were California only things because you know they're thirty years ahead on emission standards. Um, right. Was. Uh, Patents from Chevron and lack of battery suppliers. Now, back then it was uh, nickel cadmium, but interesting parallels to today's uh, EV production problems. Mm. Someone else has all the batteries now. Um, right. 
And then the second movie, Revenge of the Electric Car, follows uh, the story of the uh, the Chevy Volt, um, the Model S, and uh, a uh, a hobbyist who like is just building his own. Um, and because the resurgence of interest in electric cars in 2010 wasn't really the roadster, it was that following the 2008 financial crisis the price of oil went up to stupid amounts. Like here in New Jersey, it was just under $5 a gallon. Yeah, New Jersey always has pretty much the cheapest gas in the nation. Right, because we subsidize it. Right. But I do remember being in California and spending like $70 on a tank of gas in my small sedan. Right. So, you know, this was at a time uh, where the auto industry, the U.S. auto industry um, was just being bailed out by the Obama administration. A lot of consolidations were happening. But meanwhile, Toyota and Honda were cleaning up. They were the only company selling new cars because their boring sedans get 30 MPG, and they both had at least one hybrid that got in the lower 40s at the time. I think a Civic, like a manual transmission Civic, could get in the 40s. Yeah, if you're good at it. Right. You know, if you pick yeah. your data points. And if you, I mean, if you, if you are capable of driving a stick shift and choose to drive it in right. a certain way, like not, I mean, you're never going to drive a right. Civic if you, if, for right. high performance. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're hypermiling, yeah, you could get them into the 40s. The same way when I hypermile, I could get mine into the 70s. Right. Um, uh, so that's when uh, Chevy uh, got serious about their plug-in hybrid, the Volt, and now on the back of that, they have their straight EV, the Bolt, which is an ugly box on wheels, but, you know, they've, they've, they brought something to the table. Um, BMW has their ugly thing uh, as well, and... Uh, yeah, why the fuck is the BMW so goddamn ugly? It doesn't look like anything else they make. Just make the... Just take the one of your cars Z and put an EV in it. Right, don't make this strange, bulbous, like... Right. They have a small sedan model. They even have a two, uh, you know, a coupe version of it yeah. for the, the M3 or whatever. Like, I don't know why they chose to make it stupid looking, but they did. Right. It, uh, it looks like it's Which is why I have such high hopes for Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even now, Toyota does make a handful of uh, non-Prius hybrids that are just strewn across their other vehicles you know they're yeah they're boring because you know it's a camry or whatever no one cares right but Ugh. it's but it's there um and also um another thing that happened as a result of that is that new york city taxi cabs um turned over from i think they were they were ford to exclusively toyota hybrids um yeah they pretty much used to be all crown Vicks. yeah um of course oh and they also used to be like second gen police cruisers as well right but now they're all you know new toyotas now granted their drivers are all assholes so they managed <laughs> yeah. to get a prius down to 28 but <laughs> yeah man cab drivers are yeah. <laughs> terrifying <laughs> um but anyway the the point is uh like we didn't need the uh the roadster or the model s for history to come around on electric cars and evs no. So, you know, it's like if history, you know, erased Musk, it 
probably wouldn't have had the impact that, say, erasing Steve Jobs from history would have. Probably. Although I, it is in the spirit of, of New York Times style fairness. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the case that when gas prices went back down, there was like a little dip in there. People did start buying ridiculous huge SUVs again for a little while. Um, so it might have helped that the Teslas did kind of make electric cars cool in a way that Priuses never were. Yeah. Like the kind of asshole who would <laughs> normally buy a Suburban or whatever just so that he felt like he was in a big tank. Right. Um, may never have bought a Prius no matter what. So I don't know. Well, uh, Toyota did uh, hybridize the big honking thing. Uh, Highlander, yeah. maybe. Right, which didn't that get kind of not that great? Like, Yeah, basically the hybrid system <laughs> in it is just the engine doesn't idle when it stops. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just too heavy. <laughs> um, you know, but they did it, and they, and they do right. have something bigger than it as well. That's straight up gas. Um, although that gets to another point I, I made, which is that by this point in uh, Tesla's history as a company, you'd think they'd have more variety. Yeah, they're really failing hard at that. Yeah, like so, all three of their concurrently sold vehicles at the time are the same liftback in three different sizes. Yeah, the Model X is like the tall S, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not like it's not crossover shaped. <laughs> not particularly. Like I, so I live in rich people land. And I've seen these at in the parking lot for my dentist. <laughs> um, there are a bunch of other medical offices in there, too. And uh, it's just, you have to think about it to differentiate it from the Model S. Right. It's just taller and a kind of bulbousy as a result. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, it's like, is that just one of the things like they're wasting time on? And... Oh, and by the way, um, the Model X, of course, has the stupid, uh, don't call them DeLorean doors, but the mm -hmm. Falcon wing doors, which are problematic and break, just like the Model S has the uh, uh, disappearing door handles that also break a lot. They're, they are neat, though. Yeah, but it's still, it's like, <laughs> so like, I liken them to the uh, the original hockey puck mouse that came with the iMac. As, like, you tried a different thing, and it was terrible, and you need to move on. But Apple didn't have anything as bad as the hockey puck mouse for a while. Yeah. Like, they only messed up that bad once. Pretty much. Um, like, they had... I, I personally really hated the series of keyboards that were, like, the second generation of white iMac keyboards. Oh, the curved up ones. Yeah, those were horrible with yeah. the squared sort of corners and the edges. And blech, those were awful. Other people liked them, though, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, now, of course, we have uh, the keyboards such as are in my 13-inch MacBook Pro that break at the drop of a hat. Yeah, so though, far, mine is kept But working. at least, you know, they had a 20-year run in between those. Right. It's a while. And also, uh, they never killed anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think the Teslas have killed that many people, but they do. They have killed some. Um, yeah. And, and they crash. Like, just today there was a tweet about um, 
a Tesla in autopilot mode or whatever the fuck they call it, uh, crashed into a stopped police car on the side of the road, <laughs> a police SUV. And, and the Musk bros were defending that. Like, they wanted to know about every other car that has crashed on Earth in the history of cars. Right. Um, another thing I saw in some of the, the threads I clicked through was that um, anyone wasting Elon's time uh, Twitter fighting with him as if he's actually busy um, is uh, right. is uh, killing people because they're delaying self-driving ubiquity. I really don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, but no. First of all, the autonomous vehicles haven't really proven that great. They haven't proven they can see. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess so. There, I guess something came out about that Uber crash where it it ran that woman down. the uh, The driver was supposed to be paying attention for some reason in software. They disabled the stopping, the automatic stopping right. when a when a which, driver is present, which is which always is, true. <laughs> but you know, the driver is going to be fucking around with their phone, right? And before then, the uh, classifier system. Uh, referred to the woman as like three or four things all of which it should have stopped it should have stopped for but you right. know it was being unsure of itself um and again you know software is buggy that's fine you know just don't let it be in dangerous killing machines right <laughs> yeah that doesn't seem like uh it's that complicated <laughs> that difficult a concept to grasp but yeah so um outside of the car companies um the only other two potential buyers for scooping up uh, Tesla Motors for patents and or branding would be uh, Apple and Google. Apple because um, they manage to assemble things and deliver them to people. Right. <laughs> and they clearly need help with that. Um, although they've scaled back their efforts. So this would be like a reboot of the project if they were to buy them. That would have made more sense back in the 2014 rumor season. Um mm. And the other one would be Google because they are also working on uh, self-driving and they have a lot of poaching between the two companies and it would yeah. put a stop to that. I feel like Amazon would be a feasible prospective buyer. They've got money. Yeah, they have got they money. They use lots of vehicles. Yeah. But. Mm. It's not what I want, but it's realistic. No. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, like, is a car gonna that? drive up and then a, a drone's gonna do the uh, like, put it go up your sidewalk? Yeah, maybe. And... Sure, the autonomous vehicle pulls up to the street and then the drone, yeah, <laughs> lifts like the root, the the top of the car opens up, <laughs> and the drone flies out and drops your package at your door. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you had one other point. Um, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm too delighted by the idea <laughs> of the of the autonomous. I, although you can't imagine, like deep in the country, some you know redneck shoots the Amazon drones out of the air. Yeah, they'll do that. I can see that becoming a problem. Maybe they but... should. Maybe they should use like the bomb squad robot instead and wheel yeah. it up to your door. Sure, but in areas like mine, also birds would attack it. <laughs> Only the really big ones. Yeah. And some other ones just might get caught in it because somehow right. birds manage to fly into planes. Yeah, which we don't want. So, yeah, let's go with the bomb squad robot rolls outside. 
Also, if they made a bunch of cars um, that allowed for a bomb squad type robot to easily roll in and out of it, hey, bonus, you get a car that's really great for wheelchair users. Right. Which um, would be nice. Yeah, and that's sort of like the uh, the one angle on autonomous vehicles that I'll give, other than the fact that we should move back to trains, um, is that... Um, uh, computer-assisted fly-by-wire cars don't need to have a traditional cockpit. You know, so they could be molded to whatever your motor skills can accommodate and, you know, give independence to people who otherwise would had to have a human chauffeur. And that's, you know, that's obviously a good thing. Right. Um, Accessibility. We're fans. Yeah. On the other hand, when Apple says they're changing their self-driving efforts to make shuttles go between the spaceship and infinite loop it's like just fucking pay someone yeah that seems like some some bullshit there (laughs) hire somebody give them a a salary and some benefits (laughs) right and and have have a human do it um yeah and you you can let the robot train itself you know on the human's data but yeah still pay the person Speaking of trains, I was reading yesterday or Sunday or whatever, it was a long weekend, (laughs) about how uh, trucking companies are having a lot of trouble hiring truckers because it really fucking sucks. Right. And and a lot of people want to say that Elon's stupid, (laughs) stupid design truck would be the solution (laughs) to that if it were autonomous. But obviously the solution to that is rail. Right. Just put... If you, if you, the problem with trucking is that long haul trucking really sucks because you don't see your family right. and you don't bathe for days on end and that sucks. But if it were all last short mile runs, trucking is fine. Right. Yeah. And, and a mo- much more plausible use for an electric truck. Right. Because then you actually have time to charge it. <laughs> so <laughs> if everybody's listening, let's go ahead and implement <laughs> all this shit. Yeah. So. In conclusion, yes, for the love of God, take Elon away from the wheel. <laughs> and, you know, either part out the company or, I don't know, if, call it a subsidiary of Lexus, whatever. Just yeah. just get rid of him. Yes. Bury him in a <laughs> hole or something. <laughs> An autonomously digged hole. 